Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Is this the nightcap? Yo, this is Patrick. Is this the nightcap? No, this is Patrick. Is this the nightcap? No, this is Patrick. Time now for the nightcap on WGR Sports Radio 550. Brief. Bridge edition of the Nightcap. Joe DiBiase, Brendan Keeney here on WGR. Browns and Ravens tonight. This, this rates. This rates, I think. Like This will be a game that I want to see. It's not the Patriots and Cam Newton against like the Broncos. It's not a game like that, which you might find in a Monday night. Late in the season, two teams that aren't playing for anything. Baltimore really needs to win this game. I still don't think they do. You don't think they do? No. I don't. They, I think get, they got some help this week. In fact, they got a lot of help. The Dolphins losing, the Raiders losing. It was all big. I just don't see those two teams. Like, to you me, lose, the, Ra- the Ravens, I just don't see them losing any three of their last games. They're not going to miss the playoffs with a 10-6 and six record. If they go 3-1, and one, they're going to make the playoffs. I had so I just went through the ESPN playoff machine. It was the first time I did it. And not I didn't do it for the purposes of who makes the playoffs. It was more, all right, let me just go through this and see who the Bills end up with in a playoff game. They ended up with the Titans, by the way, in me going through it. And what I ended up at were the Dolphins making it as the seven seed and Tennessee as the six seed. So the Bills would be playing in my little pr- projection here. The Bills would be playing the Titans. So what they need is they need Miami to lose a game to the Raiders in Week 16. But then, like, if even if I flip that game now to what else I have projected, then the Raiders get in. So what's tough for Baltimore is those two teams play each other, I guess. But what else do I have for the Ravens here down the stretch? I have them beating the Jaguars. I think that's fair to assume. I have them beating the, the Giants. And then week 17, I have them where? I have them beating the Bengals. So I have them losing tonight, winning their next three, and still missing. And for that to happen, basically you need Miami to lose one of the two games that isn't the Raiders. And then you need the Raiders to lose to either the Chargers or you need the Raiders to lose to the Broncos. And that's, to me, where the math falls apart. You need Miami or Vegas to lose a game that they're not supposed to lose. And 
That's assuming, by the way, the Bills will be playing backups week 17, which I think is increasingly likely. It's an interesting conversation what the Bills do because they will be playing for seeding, you'd imagine, in some capacity. Yeah. How you, how important is the seeding to you? I It depends. Are we playing for the one or are we playing for the two? Not playing for the one. I'm I'm seeding the one to the Chiefs, obviously. If we're playing for the two I think I think it's important mm. to play for the two or the three. I think what we realize though at the end of the day is this game is it's it's at least important for Baltimore tonight. If they if they win this oh, game tonight, yeah. then I, I'm on board with you that I think there's very little chance that they miss. I still but think I still think it's chance. realistic if they lose this game. Realistic, maybe, but I just can't fathom a 10-6 and six team missing the playoffs with seven teams being allowed into the playoffs. That just, that just I, seems yeah. mathematically improbable. It, that, I would think so, too. Miami is 11-5 and five as the seventh seed in my thing here, but I have all three of those teams winning a lot of games down the stretch here, and none of those teams are perfect. So one of them will probably drop a game that we don't think they're going to lose, that we're not assuming they're going to lose, like when Miami did that to Denver a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Like One of those teams is going to lose a game like that. Just It's going to happen. You know, when you've got nine total games, not everybody that's supposed to win is going to win. Anyways, that's enough about the playoff race at the bottom of the conference, even though you know, that will be a conversation that we get to because as the Bills continue on over the rest of the regular season, there's only going to be three potential conversations left, I think, for the Bills for the rest of the way. One is, can you actually catch the Chiefs for the one seed? Now, I don't think that's very likely, but if you get them to lose a game coming up in the next couple of weeks and you win your next couple then maybe we might have something to talk about in Week 17. That's one conversation that could come up, and I will group in with that what you mentioned. Like, are they? Are, do we want to go for the two seed? And that, to me, is the second conversation that we might get to. Do you play your starters Week 17? What are you playing for? Is the two seed worth playing your starters? Is knocking Miami out of the playoffs worth playing your starters for? That's another conversation that we could have. And then the third one will be kind of what we just went through, is what different scenarios get the Bills a different wild card opponent in the first round? Because now is the time where we will begin to look at, all right, well, if this, this, and this happens, I'm playing Cleveland. Would I rather have that happen, or do I want the Browns to win this game so that I play the Dolphins? Do we want Miami? Do we want Cleveland? Do we want Las Vegas? Do we want Tennessee or Indianapolis? What do the Bills, what should they want as a first-round opponent? That's all going to be in the next couple of weeks, I imagine. But as we are still under 24 hours from, we were talking about it as a signature win last week. I think we both agreed, though, that Pittsburgh needed the signature win more than the Bills needed it because they had Seattle and L.A. and Miami and Vegas already on their resume. But I, I believe, maybe not in terms of the quality of the opponent, but maybe in the significance of, of what it means for the upcoming playoffs, that that Steelers win, it just felt like their most important win of the season. It felt like their biggest statement game of the season. And maybe in part it is because you are knocking the Steelers down a peg in everybody's minds. Oh, yeah. And remember, it's on national television. That's a big deal, even if the Bills don't want to admit it. It was an 11-1 team, albeit uh, an 11-1 team with obvious flaws. Obvious flaws. It's still an 11-1 team, and it's still perhaps the most storied franchise in the history of the NFL that you're taking down. I think all of that culminated into just an absolutely huge victory for the Bills. I, I don't think that it can be overstated 
in terms of like a metaphorical or symbolic Mm -hmm. kind of victory. Was it actually that important for the playoffs for this year? I don't think so because that Dolphins loss to the Chiefs really put the Bills in the driver's seat for the AFC East, and that was about all the Bills really needed. Barring an epic collapse, an epic meltdown at the end, really all the Bills needed to win the AFC East was the the Chiefs to lose to the or the, sure. I'm sorry, the Dolphins lose to the Chiefs. So from a, an actual importance, literal standpoint, it wasn't as big. It might actually have been a bigger game for the Steelers because the the Browns are Here now closer to the AFC North title than the Dolphins are to the AFC East title. Yeah. How about that? And, I, I mean, we've seen more flaws now with the Steelers that would make you think there's more potential for a late-season collapse. And they are trending in different directions. Yeah. The Browns are trending way up, and the Steelers are trending way down. I'm very ex- If the Browns win tonight, could you imagine I have an I, 11-0 yeah. team <laughs> not winning their division? division? That... I, I didn't think I loved the Browns. Like, right now, if you ask me my opinion of them, I would say I respect them more than I did, you know, nine days ago before they clobbered the Titans. I'm still going to reference that as clobbering the Titans, even though it ended oh, up as a it was It was over game. at halftime. Um, so, like, the way they win, it's not the way I want to win. Like, the, the reason I'm so high in the Bills right now is because it's not just how good they look, but it's what they're doing. It is a high-volume passing offense that is really driving the bus for the Bills this season. That's not what Cleveland is. They are they are showing up week in and week out expecting to be the best rushing team on the field. Mm. They have the best two running backs maybe on the field every single game. and Maybe they, in the league. <laughs> yeah, right, maybe in the league. And, you know, their defense is so good, so talented, that they are they're willing to show up and beat like the, te- the Texans they did a couple weeks ago 10-7. to They're fine winning a game like that. Mm. And now I've got them in my playoff machine that I went through winning the, NF- the AFC North. And... I, I don't want to say that's an indictment of what I think about Cleveland. Maybe it is more of what I think about Pittsburgh, but also it is a combination of the Browns' schedule and their Week 17 matchup with Pittsburgh at home. And right now, with the Browns trending up, Steelers trending down, it'd be hard for me to pick Pittsburgh in that matchup. Seeing what Ben Roethlisberger looks like right now, as he is, in, we saw it last night, completely immobile. The guy does not want to get hit. The ball is in his hands and it is out of his hands. And I feel like he is actually doing a disservice to his wide receivers at times by not giving them any time to develop anything down the field. 100%. And Cleveland's schedule, which I mentioned there, what their schedule is, is Baltimore tonight at home. And that'll be, that'll be a big swing on whether this is even a conversation tomorrow. But if they get past Baltimore, then they get the Giants, then they get the Jets, and then they get that game against the Steelers in Week 17. So if they win tonight, then you win the games that you that you need to take care of. Pittsburgh plays Cincinnati, Cincinnati. next week. They're probably going to win that game. You need the Colts, really, to take out the Steelers in Week 16. And the Colts will be playing for something. They it's will. not like the Colts have anything wrapped up. They're in the thick of a division race right now. And then you're playing them for the division in Week 17, and that's probably going to be your Sunday night game, if that's the case, by the way. That would be awesome. For Week 17. So, where are we with the Bills? We're a lot higher than we are with where the Steelers are. The Steelers, we just kind of went through it. That is a much more reasonable way of losing a division 
than anything you could throw at me with the Bills and the Dolphins right now. I, right. You know what? The Dolphins, like, good on them to get back in that game against the Chiefs last night. Like, we, we, I think even if you think they are pretender, they are not a bad team. Maybe no. they're an average football team at, at their floor. But an average talent with – a very good coaching staff is yes. pretty much how I would pretty much what they, the Bills man, were like. Like 2017, 2017, they, they are the 2017 example. Bills, aren't they? Lucky and I know making taking advantage of turnovers yeah. and defensive touchdowns and all a that Dolphins kind of fan stuff. would probably tell you they're upset about that because I think Tua Tagovailoa this year has actually been very similar to 2017. Tyrod Taylor in a lot of ways. Doesn't turn the ball over. But the problem is you didn't draft him to be Tyrod Taylor. (laughs) If you draft the guy third overall, I mean, Tyrod off the street is going to be about as good as you can do. Tyrod in third overall pick, I mean, that's brutal. Fourth overall, whatever two ended up going. Um, So, like, there's no way to talk about the Dolphins coming back in this thing right now. So, really, it is full speed ahead Bills and Chiefs. Like, isn't it? Like, there's nothing else to really talk about on the macro scale. The Bills right now are the number one threat to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think we've been making the case for that for weeks. And now, after beating the Steelers, and really, I don't want to say beating them comfortably because it took three quarters to get it going. But yeah, like the second half, that thing was never in doubt. It was never in doubt. And I don't know who you're supposed to throw at me in this conference right now to tell me they are a bigger threat to the Chiefs. And maybe the, the better question now is not, are the Bills the biggest threat, but... How big of one really are there? Are they? Because, you know, like last night's performance, I don't think that's beating Kansas City. Last night's performance. Allen struggling for an entire half, you're not going to beat the Chiefs. But the Chiefs don't have the Steelers' defense. They don't. That's right. So what does that game have to look like? I don't think think it has to look look like it. Seattle, Here's the thing. We're talking about a one-game playoff. If this was a seven-game series, if this was an NHL series, an NBA series, of course the Bills do not beat the Chiefs in a seven-game series. Nobody beats the Chiefs in a seven-game series. It's one game. The Dolphins, who we just said are average talent who get pulled above because of a good coaching staff and what seems to be a fortunate series of plays that they have in a lot of weeks, Mm -hmm. just went really went... I don't want to say they went toe-to-toe. The Chiefs were in control for most of the game, and the, and the Dolphins came back. But yeah. let's not pretend the Chiefs are just blowing teams out of the water here. They leave the door open for yep. teams to win. They just don't capitalize, or they do capitalize, and Mahomes is just good enough to get the last score, like we saw against the Raiders several weeks ago. Yeah, The Raiders went toe-to-toe with them. The Raiders are a team that's beat them this year that the Bills already beat. And let's be honest, the Raiders aren't very good. The Chiefs' last five games are all wins, but they're all by one score. That's what I'm saying. And I don't. they're think... not all against great teams. Carolina, Las Vegas, Tampa Bay, Denver, and Miami. You got two playoff teams maybe out of that? Actually, yeah, you will have two because there are very few scenarios where both the Raiders and Dolphins make it. I think it's fair to say the Bills played one of their worst games of the season, if not their I w- the, the Titans game was their worst game of the season. The Chiefs yeah. is a close second. And that makes sense. Two the two of their legitimate losses. Yep. But really they, they're only two legitimate losses. They played against the Chiefs terribly and lost by one score. That gives me some confidence. 9 9 points. They lost by seven nine points. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, but but it was it was there. Like that game was still there in the second half, and we were we were celebrating a fumble that occurred 
on the Chiefs' side of the field. Yep. That would have uh, it, it was a six point game at the time, and so the ball the ball would have been on like the Chiefs' twenty five yard line. The Bills would have had possession to take the lead. Of course, the fumble was overturned. He was down. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're talking about like little plays like that, and I don't think the Bills are that far off. I think it's absurd for people in national media to say, of course the Bills aren't on the Chiefs' level. Of course, Yeah, they're not on the, the Chiefs' level, but to say that they're not a contender That's to me insane. is absurd. Yeah. yeah, anyone who's denying that at this point, I think you're just doing it for clicks because I, I don't see a realistic argument how the Bills are not a Super Bowl contender What right is now. a contender if the Bills aren't one? That's kind of exactly. what I get at this point. Is there three teams in the league? Are there, is there one? Really, that's what you're getting to. Is there one? The Saints last week, the we, Packers. Were, we were arguing about New Orleans, Green Bay, and yeah. the Bills, and Pittsburgh. Like That was our second tier of the league behind Kansas City. And you just watched the, the Saints lose to a pretty bad Eagles team. Really bad team. Uh, Green Bay won, and like they, they, to me, should be respected. Maybe they should be the second-best team in the league, but I don't think they're leaps and bounds better. You could make better. an argument that the Bills are uh, better than the Packers. You could. Well, more of this discussion coming tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening tonight. Stay tuned, though. Monday Night Football between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns on the way next year in WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.